Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita. And we're back with The, the Voice It Out podcast. podcast. Season one was all about what makes us the same and also what makes us different. Now we're including more voices to gain new perspectives and opening up the conversation. So join us and don't keep it in. Voice, Voice it, it out. out. Summer. Happy New Year! Woo! Woo-hoo. Happy 2024! Happy 2024! Happy New Year to all of our listeners and watchers, viewers. Um, we hope you've had a wonderful Christmas and you've had a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. Um, 2024. New Year! Wow! I know. Can you believe we've been doing this podcast for a year? Yay! Happy birthday to us! Happy birthday to us! Happy belated birthday to us! Oh my yes. God, it has been... An amazing journey. Definitely. Um, and I thank you very, Aww. very much as a wonderful, wonderful co-host and obviously a brilliant friend, as usual. <laughs> so then I have to thank you back for being obviously an amazing friend, but also just, I feel like we bounce off each other really well in the podcast. So I think Absolutely. I've got to thank you for that. Thank you. I mean, we came into this kind of not really knowing what we're doing. Unknown territory. Literally, it was just, we had been doing something for 10, 11 years. We'd been something completely different. And we just took a leap and a jump and a hop and a skip. And then we're running, I think. Um, Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope we don't trip. We've tripped many times and I'm sure we'll trip again. But you know the secret to that? Wearing the right running shoes. Oh my God, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god so how have you been how has this year been for you um this last year has been I wouldn't say it's been easy but I think a lot of people will say the same thing it's been a tough one um for various reasons um including the podcast and being on a new journey etc um, but I think if I look back and I was doing this last week um, at the last week of 2023, mm. um, I looked back towards the last year and I felt glad that I was coming out of it. And I felt that at the end of 2022 as well, but I didn't think I would feel the same thing after mm. a year yeah. for different reasons. Absolutely. But that's how I feel I feel like but I always feel you know like the freshness of a new year is just something completely like different it feels different Mm -hmm. but how has the last year been for you how has 2023 been for you I mean it's been a roller coaster it's definitely been a roller coaster and I think and I think that this goes for both of us we've both been not just with the podcast but in our personal life separately we've had to deal with things that we never thought we would have to really deal with. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I think it's one of those things where I feel very fresh and very positive about this new year. But you see, like last year, I didn't really know what this year was going to bring for me. I was kind of, I remember being a little bit apprehensive about, you know, like just not really knowing. I was in very unknown territory Whereas I think this year I feel a little bit more positive about my own self because of the things that have happened and how I've dealt with them. Now I'm still dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, But 2022 was a big one for you, right? You got married. Yeah. You moved moved from what you've known for obviously over 30 years to somewhere new. So that's always going to be a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm putting it mildly. (laughs) Well, this is, and it's, it's, it's still like, I'm still dealing with the things that come with that. Um, and I think it's, but I think it's one of those things where I feel a little bit more settled in in my own self. Um, but I dealt with this as well because this girl lives, well, used to live. Used to live. Literally around the corner. <laughs> I know. And then she was gone. Do you know what? I'm going to be honest. That is something that I have actually found quite difficult as well because it was like, especially throughout the pandemic, yeah, you were kind of my savior. We would like go we'd and go for like, random walks random during walks lunchtime. And exactly, yeah, and it's yeah, just sort it's of true. like those moments are quite. They, you know, they they mean something they're to important. me. And they're important. Yeah, of course. And... But also, it's, you know, like it was one of those things where 
you actually moved and then yeah. we started the podcast exactly, as well. Yeah. So if it was that we had started it before that, we probably would have found it a little bit easier easing into it and being podcasters um, than we did, obviously, because we started only a year ago and yeah. you had already moved on. Moved. moved. Not moved on, <laughs> just moved. <laughs> but um, I mean, you know, like with the podcast... From where we started, obviously we were deer in headlights, had no idea <laughs> what we were doing. Headless chickens, <laughs> deer chicken. in headlights, you know, How all you... of the metaphors that come Absolutely. with it. <laughs> and we actually were like, and I mean, how do you how do you feel about that knowing what you know now? You know what's really funny that you asked me that? Because about a week ago, yeah. I listened to our first few episodes. Oh god. And because I, I because I knew of someone who had just started listening and I thought, oh, let me revisit as well. Now, obviously, I've listened to these episodes a number <laughs> yeah. of times early on in the year, but I hadn't listened to them since we'd done season two. And honestly, I felt embarrassed because we were so even though we were our episodes, our content was, you know, really relatable. The points we were raising were great. You could tell, or I could tell, that we were really nervous. And especially in the first episode, because we recorded we recorded our first episode in a hotel room. And we obviously had our own equipment, which is different to obviously recording in a studio. But it just felt like the whole episode was nerves. <laughs> oh, God. And you just listen yeah, to it. You can listen to it and you'll probably hear it now. Oh God, because then I've listened to all the other ones that we've done more recently. And I've been like, oh, my God, thank God we've eased into it. We're so much more refined. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but this is it. I think that's with starting anything, you know, I, and I and to think back. Cause it's just funny, though, because I feel really, like it was only like a year ago. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd feel like it was like two, three years ago. And yeah. you've, you, like you said, become refined. But it was literally only a year ago. Well, it just no, it just show it goes to show how much how fast learners we are and how we just know how Absolutely. to like hone in our craft. But um, exactly, I mean that's that is really interesting because obviously, like when we first started, we didn't have a video, we didn't have guests. It was just the two of us. Um, and I remember having this conversation with you to be like, we were really trying to think like, how are we going to make this work? And you know, what would we, how are we going to get sort of, you know, listenership and viewership? And that's still something that we're working on. Yeah. But I think, like for me, I think that I'm really glad that we managed to do that in our first season where we were figuring out what we were doing. Yeah. Um, And then sort of get comfortable with the setup and with everything. Um, But I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, like, how do you feel? How how are you feeling about the the comparison between just the two of us, and then we bring on guests and there's video? Like, how have you felt about? So that I think you've kind of just said, said that. I think I was I was actually really glad that we did just episodes by ourselves because I know initially I wanted guests, hmm. but because we weren't doing video and we were still figuring things out ourselves in terms of equipment and studios and you know, what we wanted to release it on and all this kind of stuff. I think it gave us a bit of time to kind of figure out what, firstly, what topics we wanted to include because we had this ongoing conversation about what we wanted to include in season one. And then in season two, it's been a little bit more lenient, but with an overriding theme. Mm. So obviously we've gone from a target audience of British Asian women or women yeah. To a target audience of pretty British Asians, but also everyone. It's quite yeah. the, the the conversations are quite relatable and not. Even though we try to relate them to the British Asian culture, it's not just kind of limited to that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think, I think the transition between one and two have been has been good for us. But I still hate myself on video. Oh, don't. Don't even. So don't even. It's, it's you know it's just a matter of suck <laughs> it up, just do it. But I think, it's all about what you're saying and not how you look. <laughs> but you see, this is the I think we're always going to be self critical about that, yeah. and I think that's that's definitely something that we both have to work on, because like the amount of times people have been like, oh my god, you're on YouTube now. Like I've had people, like, yeah, other people being like, oh that's so good, and I'm like, I just hate my, I just hate how I look, and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so I th yeah, I think it is. It is you, you are self critical, but also previously when we were doing journalism stuff when we were doing interviews we were on camera because that I think we both or I 
definitely took time to understand that you know what you can't only have it on audio yeah. you have to be on camera especially if it's a celebrity or you know if you want to just just show a different kind of avenue to watch an interview or like I don't know just basically take in what you're, what you're trying to present yeah. um but yes yeah, so I've always wanted the podcast on video but yeah it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm glad we have guests yeah absolutely. because I feel like if it was just us two like this episode Hello. um we was... might not have that many interesting things to say um, <laughs> kidding I think we definitely would but I think having guests like I'm gonna be honest like you know we had a li- we, we had lists of guests I think we've touch wood at the moment we've had a really nice variety of guests that have come on who are from all kinds of different backgrounds and you're right like it hasn't just been about the British Asian culture I think you know it's turned into something where anyone who listens to it I would hope would get something out of it and like the guests that we've had so far have had such interesting journeys I think they've given it sorry to cut you no that's fine Um, I I think they've what I've this is like one of the questions I was going to ask but (laughs) to answer anyway I think what I've really enjoyed about all the conversations is my main thing especially if it was someone I knew before was to try and get something from them that I know of of them but maybe no one else does and I think that surprised us in some of the guests because there were things that we didn't know a lot of about some of our guests and then when we had the conversation it was like wow, that was actually a really wholesome conversation mm. for us even, not just for the guest. Well, we learned something new about them, didn't we? Yeah. And it's it's sort of, and especially like, you know, some of these guests we've known before and, you know, we've spent time with them and we've hung out with them, but we've we never really got to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it was so, and I always, I, I've always come out of each episode feeling lighter and you know when you're like oh my god that was that was really good yeah that little buzz you get kind of that you know what that was actually quite good and we can't wait for someone to like listen to it or whoever it is for about whoever it is really I feel like I felt that in most of the Mm. episode recordings we've had so far um if there's one thing that I would change about season two yeah it would probably be the episodes that you went in because (laughs) obviously we're a two-headed podcast podcast. double-headed podcast it's weird to only have an episode without your co-host. But I just wanted to mention, we have had a Bollywood star on the podcast, which I never thought would happen in season Ugh. two. But yeah, I think that was insane. <laughs> yeah, how was that for you? Because, you know, that was something that, you know, we, we're used to being in front of celebrities, big names, but this was something different. This was for yeah. something different. How was that it experience was, for you? Yeah, so it was different because it was for a podcast as opposed to for a publication. Yeah. Um, it was also different because you went there. Mm. And it was also different because it was a Bollywood star and a friend of mine. Um, and so it was a obviously a, me kind of interviewing them. I was so excited. That, yeah. Oh my God, it's a Bollywood star. Yeah. And oh my God, it's Manisha Karala. Wow. And, well, the thing is, I think with, with especially with Manisha Koirala, because of, like, we've been a fan of her since the I, 80s, 90s. I've got to 90s. be honest. Like, I nearly told her this as well really? at the end of the interview. In my head, when I when I saw her, when she was sitting in front of me, I just had all her songs running yeah. through in my head. So I had, like, Pyar Hua Chupke Se <laughs> and, like, um, the song from Agni Sakshi. I can't even remember it now. Song from Agni Sakshi, Ajme yeah. Uber. Oh. And I just had these running in my head, or Diwani, Diwani. And I was just like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. Yeah. Don't do it. Because I literally was thinking to myself, maybe I should start singing it at the end of the, at the, end of the interview. <laughs> she might have joined you. I'm going to be honest. She probably I might have joined like you. I feel like it might have made a laugh. But it was bit. such a nice interaction. Like, and okay, yeah, it was, it was an interview, but also the the way that, you know, like there was such a nice comfort level between the three of you. And where, what I loved is it, you know, even though you're asking both of them individual questions, they both sort of bounced off each other yeah. and then they bounced off you. And it was, it was, it was really, really nice. Like, unfortunately it was it wasn't as long as our normal episodes Yeah, are. so I think I was really conscious of that as well because yeah. then it is kind of an interview. Absolutely. But I've had some really good feedback, actually, from people I've known, uh, people I know who have listened oh, no, and people fabulous. who I don't know that have listened as well. They just said that it was a really uplifting conversation, which is basically what I went in trying to get because I knew that 
it was to do with adversity and through adversity you always come out with some sort of gem of a thought or something yeah. right so I just Absolutely. wanted to kind of capture that yeah. in that 15-20 minutes and uh hopefully it did well, <laughs> well you know it's I mean you know it's 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 about also being vulnerable and I think with with them included and some of our guests and us and us absolutely <laughs> like absolutely it's it's showing that little bit of vulnerability without having to like put put a guard up and be like you know I can't say this and I can't say that and you know in in those kind of conversations it's really nice because it is that kind of you know they're showing a little bit more of themselves I feel like that's been something that has happened in most episodes Mm -hmm. you have to put yourself out there in order for the person opposite you to put themselves out there and I feel like with that between us two as well but how have you felt about that because I feel like I've been more how do I say, like even in interviews or or like maybe my reviews that I used to write or even my blog posts, I feel like I was a bit more out there than you mm. were. So how did you feel when you started the podcast and as it's gone on about putting yourself out there a bit more? It has, it has taught me to really think about sort of what are they putting out there and them being comfortable and you as well, like kind of having that thing of being comfortable in order to sort of like, talk about certain things um and you know there's been times where I've revealed a little bit more and and there's been times where I've kind of held back and been like oh maybe I'm not too comfortable talking about this um because it is that thing of when it's just it is just us three me you and the guest yeah that's it it just feels like it's us yeah so you know but I think I'm a lot more I feel a lot more comfortable with being able to articulate myself more I think it's that it's not about it's not about what I'm saying, it's about the way I'm saying it. Um, and I think that's something that I'm still learning and I'm still going through it. Um, but I think it's it's been something that sort of, I've, I'm learning so much. I'm learning so, so much. And I mean, I wanted to ask you this. How have you felt the podcast, if it has, has helped you in like your personal life and the things that you've gone through this year? So it's weird, right? Because when when our podcasts release, we don't know who's listening. Mm. So I don't know which family members or which friends or which acquaintances, which colleagues. I don't know who's listening. Yeah, basically. And I know that like it's not it's not scary for me because um, I don't think I've said anything particular that I didn't want to say. Mm. Um, But obviously there's probably things I've said that other people have been like, oh, or just surprised them or been like, why did you reveal that or whatever it is. And realistically along the way, I've not had too much feedback about what I've said or anything like that, Mm. but I've had the odd person kind of contact me or when we've met in person, just kind of say, oh my God, your podcast is really good. Or just give general, general feedback. Now, the really weird thing about, having to kind of understand that you're it's almost like it is like writing for a publication you write and you don't know you put a blog post up you don't know who's reading it yeah and sometimes I get feedback and I feel really overwhelmed because I'm like oh my god it's actually resonated with that person and I think I feel the same about the podcast because there's been some episodes even in season one where we've talked about topics that have been what we think are really important things to talk about in the British Asian community for women but I've had males come up to me and be like, oh my God, I listened to this and it was great. And I think that's been the biggest kind of takeaway for me that you don't know who's listening and you don't know, it, you know, like the, the people always say you don't know who's watching. Yeah, it's true. And I think the podcast has given me that feeling in a different way because it's my voice mm-hmm. as opposed to my writing or my words. Um, and and I, I kind of, I'm kind of finding myself in that a little bit because I'm just like, yeah, I like I, that, but also yeah. I'd like more people, hint. I'd like more people <laughs> to just express how they feel about yeah, what we say and absolutely. what we're talking about. And, you know, like it really helps us because yeah. it makes us kind of understand what people are liking, not liking. Obviously, it's a personal preference as well, but it just gives us a bit of an idea of the amount we're putting ourselves yeah, out there, basically. Absolutely. And I think it's also the fact that sort of having having more engagement also gives us an idea of things that we haven't even thought about yeah. talking about. And I think that, yeah, it's 
See, I think it's like for me, I think it's definitely I'm I've taken on certain things about especially with what I guess how our guests have sort of navigated their own lives. You know, like they do a lot of them, like all of them have spoken about, you know, what they do and their careers and how they navigate that and what they've learned from it. And it's really insightful because it's sort of like, you know, on the outside, let's say if we didn't have this podcast, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk to them and we just saw like their social media or, you know, their LinkedIn or something that is show, shows their successes. We would never, ever understand, that, oh, hold on, in order for them to do that, they had to go through all of this and they had to do all of that. And, you know, like just seeing what they had to go through themselves in order for them to get in a place of, okay, look, now I can show my successes. Because it's true, you're going to see everyone's successes. And, you know, like, there's this thing, I can't remember where I heard it. I, I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard this thing where, you know, the person, they were talking, it was, it was, a, it was, they were talking about, I think it was either on a radio show or another podcast, a, a mental health podcast. Um, they were basically saying how you compare people's outside world to your inner world. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that is exactly, that is so true. It, it's a bit like what Navin said, yeah. um, Navin Kundra in his episode, that it takes a lot of effort to look effortless. Yes. And it's so true. It is true. It's so true because even just, you know, like just that, actually have the kind of motivation to tidy your room yeah. and then take a video or take a snap oh or whatever. It's, yeah, it's Well, a lot. in a nutshell, you know, you only see the final product. Yeah. You don't see everything that happens beforehand. Yeah. And it reminds me of what, like, what Fatima's journey was like, where she said, she goes, you know, she... She had like something happened in her life where, you know, she had this illness and she kind of had to stop what she was leading, like what what she was working towards. And nobody sees that. It's true. I do feel like, um, I think the, the clip that I saw, sorry to just backtrack. That's fine. The clip that I saw about people comparing their inside to people's outside worlds. It was Katrina Kef, the clip that I saw where she was like, don't compare yourself mm. to all these happy posts on like Instagram mm. and stuff because you don't know what it takes for people to get there. And also some of that is fake. Yeah. You know, like just absolutely straight up, like it's not real, some of it. Um, And obviously we've seen that in real life as well. Yeah, like we people have. do that and make themselves out to be something that they're not in real life. And um, yeah, so I think that's another thing that I wanted to mention actually. And obviously ask, I think ask you a question as well that, you know, like with our podcast, we, I've, well, I've had a lot of questions come at me at the beginning saying, oh my God, how much do you prepare for each yeah. episode? Now, sorry to kind of <laughs> disappoint. We actually don't prepare that much for every episode. Mm. I just like to think we're naturals, basically. Hopefully it's working. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we do prepare. Don't get me wrong. Like even you can ask any of the guests that have been on our podcast. Yeah. We have a brief kind of chat. We but, definitely research our podcast. Yeah, our we guests. research, we do our research. We then obviously have a chat with them, whether that's, you know, on a phone call beforehand or, you know, while they're sitting here before yeah. we record. And then it's just, I think the most important thing for me for a podcast, and I think I'm hoping that I speak for Shama as well, but yeah. obviously correct me if I'm not. I feel like for us, the most important part of a podcast episode is the conversation. Yeah. And if our conversation was really pre-prepared, it wouldn't sound, to, to me, it wouldn't sound as authentic as maybe it does at the moment. The thing is, I think if we, if we did that much preparation as well, I feel like it wouldn't give our guests the opportunity to just be themselves and, yeah. and, and be able to just open up in the way that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Like, I think one great thing about, you know, the main thing about me, like, you know, we obviously we agree on a lot of things and in terms of what we want each episode to be and how we want the feel of the podcast to be is that it is a natural conversation. Yeah. And our guests feel comfortable enough with us to be able to talk about the things that they're comfortable enough to talk about without any judgment, without any kind of preconceived notion of what, what might come out of this and stuff like that. Um, and I hope that our guests you know, past and future, do have that feeling of, oh no, this is actually a really safe space. 
Yeah, you know? I hope so too. And I think that, that most of them that we have actually recorded with do, even the ones that we haven't known very well. Yeah. So I was going to ask you on the flip side. Sure. What has been in the podcast, something that has nagged you or something that you've been like, oh my God, why didn't I know this? Or or even just, you know, something like negative that you think negative. has turned into a positive or something like that as the time has gone, on. Time has gone on. Or it, it might not have, it might still be no, there, frustrating. I mean, there has, there's been a lot of frustrating. There's, I mean, yeah. with anything, there's a lot of frustrating things. And I think it's one of those things where it's, I think, Okay, I'm going through a list in my head. The social media <laughs> stuff, yeah, I have found quite challenging because I've never, like you said, I've never been someone who's just put myself out there and been like, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is how I'm doing it. And I remember I, I'm, I'm getting a little bit better now, but I'm fingers crossed. <laughs> but like, I remember like messaging Amrita going, oh my god, what do I do with my social media? How am I supposed to get? Like, what do I do? How do I? You know, it was really, it was a real big struggle because I'm just like and you know and she would be like just you know people just want to get to know you so just you know just put whatever you want out there even if you just share things but it would be really sort of like I'd get really like oh my god yeah but if I share this then they're going to think about this and they're going to think about that and it's just like no it can be really simple yeah I think that's that's what I was going to say it doesn't have to be complicated but also a lot of people think that I'm really active on my social media so they know me inside out yeah. like it's just like I'm showing no. you what I want to show you do you know what this is really interesting because <laughs> it's it's really because I know this yeah I know very much I know this a yeah. lot and I know like even before we started the podcast I remember like you'd put something out there and the interactions used to get people would be like oh my god this and oh my god that like I like you know like yeah it would be like no, she's not actually saying, oh, she's, like, you know, people who think yeah. that you're taking you as face value. Yeah. And you've said some, especially when you say something that they don't agree with. But um, I like that. I think it's great. I think it's I hilarious. Like I think it's absolutely hilarious. Like social media. And it's really funny because some of our guests have actually said they're like, we hate doing the social media. Mm. But if it wasn't for social media. Yeah, there's no way of there's putting no yourself way of putting out there these, out these days. Out there. Yeah. And I completely like, I, I get it completely like we go through it all the time but what about you what has been some what has been something or a few things that have been a negative or that you've or you anything that you change so it's weird because I pick up on the social media point only because when we started the voice it out podcast we had a rough idea in our heads of its identity yeah but we have to build it right so we built it in season one without videos and what's happened in season two is we have kind of lent on some of the guests to show the kind of conversations we've had or give a little kind of insight into the mm. conversations we've had, kind of lure people in yeah. as you do. But I still feel like I struggle with the actual identity of the podcast only because we've changed between mm. season one and season two. And it's not a frustrating thing, but I feel like it's been... I guess you could call it kind of a negative because we didn't know. Yeah. Like like you said, you know, we, we you know, we've been on on our own podcast journey and we yeah. didn't know exactly where it would go after season 1. We didn't even know where season 1 would go up until a certain point yeah. and then we started obviously it obviously started coming into its own. Um so I think we've turned it into a positive, but I think we still need to do better. Yeah. Um at creating an identity for Voice it Out podcast on social media, like we said. You know, like I've got to say hats off kudos to anyone who has you know, like built their own brand yeah. and literally made that journey and done it authentically and not had to use underhand tactics or whatever. Because for us, like I said, the content is king, right? Yeah. So what we are conversing about is basically what we want to be known as. Mm. And I've had a lot of advice in the last year of when I've talked to people about how to put ourselves out there a little bit. And a lot of people have said, oh, you should market yourself as being... As, as putting up the controversial quotes or putting up something that will lure people in. And although, yes, I totally get that. I don't want all of our conversations to be controversial. I want them to be important more than they're controversial. Yeah. And so that's why our underlying theme, even though we don't actually say it, is talking about mental health. Yeah. Because we, well, I definitely don't think in the British Asian community, we can talk about mental health enough, especially in men. And so that's why I think it's really important. I think Shama's kind of on the same page that we make mental health an aspect of every episode, even if it's a small one. Yeah. 
it's there. Because it's also the fact that as we've been, especially with season two, as we've been doing it, it's something that everyone's dealing with. It's something Especially that, after COVID. Uh, absolutely. COVID has changed so much. And I think it has changed people so much in the way that we think about these things. And I think we have to. I think yeah. we're both on the same page that we have to. We've got to talk about these things. If it's not being... Like, conversation is where normality comes in. The more we speak about it, the more people feel safe to talk about their mental health issues. And it might not even be mental... It, it might not, you know, like... The subject mental health is so broad. It doesn't have to be like a certain mental health disorder or whatnot. It could literally just be dealing with day-to-day life and dealing with how you do every day. And I think with the identity bit, Mm. I feel like you're right. I think that because, you know, within the first year, we did season one and season two and both seasons are very different. Yeah. So I think that was bound to happen. Yeah. And I feel like the more guests we have the more episodes we do the you know the 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 way that this podcast will grow it will come into that i've got one other frustration from this so i think the other frustration that i have is people not understanding that we kind of know where we're at Mm. like we know we're new we know that you know like we can't click our fingers and get the biggest guest but i feel like People are so scared to come out and tell you that. And I just think, just say it. Like, I'm not going to get offended. I know where I am. Mm. I know we're building something from scratch. I know that if I invite this guest or that person or this person, I know sometimes they're going to ignore me. But there's one thing that I hate is people ignoring. So I think that's been a bit of my frustration only because I feel like some people haven't responded because they don't think we're big enough. And I understand that up until a certain point, but I think it's just a frustration that I have to just, as courtesy... Please just reply, even if you can just say, I don't have the capacity at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm not in any bubble that, you know, like this is the biggest thing since sliced bread and everyone should come on it. We're not going to be changing. I don't think we're not going to be changing the crux of our podcast, which is to have important conversations mm-hmm. and conversations that people find relatable and with people that maybe you haven't heard these things from. And I don't think we'll change. So therefore, mm-hmm. if someone is expecting suddenly for us to become controversial. Yeah. Might well, not happen anytime soon. <laughs> but this is what I mean by creating a safe space. I think, yeah, that's that's, that's a frustration I've definitely had. I agree. I have a question. <laughs> okay, it. so what is something you love about podcasting? Definitely the conversations. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, I think that's the actual conversations that we have and just having, especially having our guests on and just being able to have those conversations, do, do what we're here to do. I'm hoping that some, even if it's one person who listens to, listens to our podcast and thinks in, if not all of them, a couple of them, one of them, whatever, and thinks, oh my God, I I relate completely. This is something that I'm going through too. Or I know some, like just have some sort of connection with it. Um, It's my favorite part. What about you? I think, Apart from the conversation, because I don't want to say the same thing. (laughs) I think it's been, um, it's been the surprises that I've felt talking to a third person, like a guest. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? It's like, it's like, you know, like, because I've always wanted the podcast to be more than an interview, which it is. It's kind of surprised me how much people are willing to say in a way. Okay. Like, um, yeah, I think that's basically what it is. And I think that's made it even better for me. Like it's enriched the conversation yeah. because our guests have been so giving yeah, and they they've been so vulnerable. They've been so honest. And I think even some of them have stepped out of the room and been like, oh my God, that was fantastic. And I like that feeling. I like that feeling of being kind of trusted or surprising someone and, you know, like, cause they didn't know what to expect. It's like the first podcast or something. Yeah. And I like that feeling because I feel like that is the importance of the conversation, which I keep yeah. saying, but I think that's 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 what it is. It's not just about what me and Shema want. It's mm. not just about us thinking, okay, we'll talk about this or we'll slip this in. Um, it's about the guest also feeling comfortable enough to be that honest 
because yeah. in interviews sometimes you can't you you have time limitation or you have topic limitation or you're promoting something or you know like whatever it is and i think i i found that i really love that aspect of podcasting what i wanted to ask you is like what like i said at the beginning we've both been through quite a lot this year mm-hmm. personally what has this this year taught you about yourself like outside like at any like at not just with the podcast yeah. i think even if it is with the podcast that's a tough one there's been a lot of lessons this yes. year <laughs> if i had to choose one i think it's so obviously at the beginning of the year i left um, a publication i was with for 10 years and that was tough because i i was leaving something that i'd built hmm. and I didn't know how I'd feel about it going on. And I didn't know how, I don't know. I just didn't, I just didn't know how it would go on in the months after. Mm. And I just, even though we had the podcast, it was very new. So it was like, it wasn't like I was falling back on something that was established. Yeah, It was literally new. So I think what, in terms of that kind of thing, I think one of my biggest lessons this year has been that you find your tribe wherever you go. Mm you find the people that will always support you and you find different people who will help you and not expect anything back or whatever it is. And I think my main worry at that time when I was leaving is I have such a, I felt like I had such a strong network. Hmm. And obviously if I'm moving on, that network is not going to be the same. And it's not, don't get me wrong. Like I can't say that it is, it's not. But as the time has gone on and as we've kind of grown as a podcast, I've realized that there will be people who support me because it's me or support you because it's you. And it's not because of we're representing a big publication, it's because we're us. Mm. And I think that's been my biggest lesson that I didn't think that I would have to learn because I thought I knew that, yeah. but obviously I didn't. And I feel like it's one of those things where it literally is some people will support you because it's you and some people will not support you because it's you and you just have to find the right people that's basically it absolutely god yeah that is one of my biggest lessons yeah. from this year but i'm still learning absolutely. it i'm yeah. still learning it absolutely I mean, and i think it's something where because you'd never done it before like people used to read your blog but it's really absolutely. weird because i have done it before when i before i joined that publication that we were at for 10 years i was a blogger I did it myself. Mm. I didn't get anyone telling me, right, write this, do this, do yeah. this, do this. What's been your biggest lesson of 2023? My biggest lesson, oh my God, lots and lots of, I've had, again, like you, I've had a lot, a lot of lessons. But I think I have learned more about, well, I'm still learning through practice to try and protect my boundaries. You know, I've had things that have happened to me this year where, you know, like certain patterns happen to me with, you know, like people in my life and stuff like that, where I've seen certain things and it, it isn't, it is a natural pattern, but this year has really, the things that have happened to me this year have really made me see them in a much more clearer way of, okay, this is, I, this th- there is something that needs to change here, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing where, you know, some people I might have my guard up and I'm like, okay, maybe I don't need to have my guard up as much anymore because they've grown as people. But then on the other side, people where I may, you know, have always sort of let them get away with things and sort of kind of allow them, and I'm going to say allow because that's exactly what's happened, allow them to treat me in a certain way, which now I've discovered, oh, hold on, that is not normal. I don't like that. And that is not a space that I want to be a part of. And, and kind of shift that balance and make sure that, okay, I don't have to cut people out of my life. I just have to make sure that I'm protecting myself in order for me to not be a part of, of that, feel feel so involved in whatever that situation is. Because I feel like I do have, I, I do have a lot of empathy and I kind of hate that about myself because yeah. I allow people, I've allowed people to treat me in certain ways which doesn't serve me. I think I'm the opposite. Do you think? I feel like my empathy's gone down. Really? In yep. what way? If you don't mind me asking. In every way. <laughs> okay. I just feel like I just can't be bothered with people's stuff anymore because I feel like if a similar thing was to happen to me, a lot of not a lot of people are bothered. You've actually helped me with a lot. Do of you that get then. what I mean? Because ha- yeah. the thing is, you have to put your own boundary after that yeah. because it's just like 
why am I going out of my way? Yeah, exactly. When if the tables were turned and I know, you know, like the world doesn't, the world doesn't go on like that. You know, no. like people, you have to like be comfortable with that within yourself. Yeah. And some people are happy to just give, 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 give without taking. But I feel like we, the givers need to have a boundary. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah, that's tough. But you've really helped you. You have helped me a lot with with have figuring I? that. You have. You have. You. And this is what I mean. It's like you no might not realize. But it's it's one of those things where and and like like you and actually another friend of mine as well who I've been like you know she's been through a lot of stuff as well. Um, but she's also learning through these things and God, like she has such. Like, I think it's one of those things where both of you have such strong mindsets. It takes a lot. I'll be honest with you. Like, it takes a lot to... And I think this is another lesson that I've learned this year. Mm. Is to... How do I say it? It's like... like, So I'm the kind of person that if someone... if If I... Well, I used to be the kind of person. I'm not that person now. Where if there was a an exchange of words that I was having with someone... Yeah. I would not back down. Okay. For no reason, that's just me. I just mm. don't want to back down. And if the person sees what I'm saying, then I hope they come out and say, yes, I see what you're saying. In the mm. same way that I would be like, okay, fine, I get it. Yeah. But not a lot of people do that. Mm. Not a lot of people, I don't know whether it's ego or just because they feel like their voice should be louder or like whatever it is, not a lot of people see the other side of it and think, okay, fine, I take in what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. Mm. That's a strong, that is a strong position to be in that you can say to someone and make them feel seen and heard, even if you don't agree. Not a lot of people do that. And I think I've got to this stage this year where if I'm in the middle of an exchange of words, I'm quite happy to back down and Mm. just walk away. Like, I think it comes with age as well a little bit because I just can't, I just don't want to deal with those situations where someone is not hearing me and I'm hearing them. Yeah. Do you see what but I mean? I think it's, it's, yeah, it's also about how much, like, how much energy are you going to give? Yeah. Them? Would, you know, it's like, kind of save your energy for a positive yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A positive interaction. Yeah, and where... yeah, so like we said, the year's been tough enough yeah, as it is. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, don't, you know, like, just don't make it worse. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, it's also the fact that everyone's going through their own thing. Mm. And we completely understand that. But I think it's also about having that awareness of, yeah, everyone's going through something. Yeah. So it's not just about... But some people don't give you that back. Know, That's what I've, you know, this is what I've been trying to say that some people don't give you that back. You can be accepting of, okay, this person's going through something. Yeah. But in the way that they treat you, it's almost like I'm going through something. What's wrong with you? Yeah. And it's just like, well, I have a fee- I have feelings too. Like yeah. you can't just treat it's me true. like that just because you're it's going true. through. Like, it's, you know, like it's a lot of things. And I think there's a particular friendship in the last few years, which obviously it was a mutual friendship for me and Shama as well, that has taught me a lot about myself and the yeah. way that I act. Yeah. And I think that's, been the biggest part of the way that I've changed being as a friend yeah because it's like I said it's all very well your friend going see you through something and you being there for them but at some point if that friend also doesn't understand that hold on you might also be going through something or you might not be able to be there in that way because you need to step back for a day or something if there's no mutual understanding which sometimes there isn't then I just feel like I just I don't feel right in those situations anymore Mm. because I feel like if I'm always the one understanding, that's not fair in any relationship. Right. That's, uh, I don't don't think that's fair, but I've got another question. Go for it. Sorry. Were you going to say? No, 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 no. Go for it. I've got another question, which I'd written down (laughs) about the podcast. Excellent. And what do you know now that you didn't know then when you first started? What do I know now that I didn't know? Only one thing. (laughs) Only one thing. Okay. All right, I will have to say this, right? When we first started researching about how to start a podcast and what to do, everyone, all the advice was, oh my God, starting a podcast is so easy. You can do it in your own home. It's not, it's very, it's, 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 you know, not very expensive, stuff like that. But no one actually tells you. No one goes into the whole like, yeah, but if you want something that is of good quality and if there is something that you know if you want to develop this in a certain way these are the things you have to do and this is the way you do it and I think for 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 both of us I think we were just like oh my god like all of the elements there's so many elements that no one really talks about it's all well and good that you know if you want to start start but if you have an idea and I think it's because we came from a publication as well I think it's we probably didn't have to think about that like it's it's the fact that 
we kind of what we wanted to do because we've seen good what we know what good quality is and we're aware of it I think something that I really learned was the fact that oh hold on we have to be a little like I wish I was a little bit more savvy about stuff like this yeah it's difficult to be that's a good word savvy it's it's difficult I think because you can you can't be savvy about everything Everything. yeah it's true do you see what I mean and I think I kind of get that what about you I think it's the same thing I said before, actually, about just building the brand. Yeah. I didn't realise how much would go into building yeah. a brand. Um, it's really funny, though, because I think a lot of people expect me to understand because to a lot of people before starting the podcast and being part of the publication that I was in, that was all... To, to some people, I am myself already a brand. Hmm. Yeah. But to me, I'm not, I'm not that much of a big brand that I can then build another brand really easily. If you see what I mean? Yeah. It takes a different kind of mindset to build a different brand, mm-hmm. like a podcast, especially when you're still, you know, you're finding your own journey on the podcast and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, I think if I knew then how much it took to build a brand, I probably would have been a bit more organized about it. Yeah. And kind of more strategic. But I think you're right. I think because this is a, this is a whole new yeah. medium. Yeah. But, but no, but if you have like the strong basis to begin yeah. with, then we could have changed it, pivoted. Like, like, you know, in an ideal world, right, all we, like, it would be great if we did have a team behind us. All we have to do is if come to the wants, studio and If record. anyone wants to work with us, if anyone wants to be a please producer. get in touch. But yeah, I think it's, it, yeah, definitely. I think it's it's sort of, it's, it's something that's been a huge learning thing. I think one thing we really did do really well. <laughs> Yeah, is actually get a logo before yes. we start. <laughs> That's true. Which I know not a lot, not a lot of podcasts actually do. No, to begin with. Um, so I guess we did have a little bit of branding in our head. What does twenty twenty four look like, or what does Amrita Tana want twenty twenty four to look like for her? <laughs> this is a good question because normally at the end of a year or like at the beginning of a year, I kind of had an idea, but I don't. I, I for twenty twenty four actually don't. Because I think 2023 has been so random. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. But I think in, in terms of the podcast, obviously, hopefully, you know, a great end to season two. Um, we've obviously got a few more guests coming uh, this year to finish off season two. And then hopefully a few more opportunities you know, to do with the podcast or even outside it. Just, you know, just a chance to get ourselves out there a bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. And I think, you know, 2024 is probably one of the only years where I'm not planning ahead that much. And how do you feel about that? Feels good. Good, I'm glad. You know, sometimes okay. I feel like it gets to this stage where sometimes, especially, you know, in what happened in 2023, and you'd think COVID would have taught me this, but it didn't. 2023 did. Mm-hmm. You literally don't know what the, what the world or what's around the corner or what the world has in store for you. You literally do not know. And you can plan ahead as much as you want to. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But if it's not going to happen, it won't happen. So, you know, like, I and I do, I do feel like, you know, like you have to put a little bit of effort into wanting something to happen. And so maybe, maybe, maybe 2024, I think I'll start off with a vision board, not just for podcasts, but just generally, and then never look at it again, which is what I did in 2023. <laughs> I did that in 2023. And then I opened, I opened up my vision board last week and I was like, oh my God, I really hope it's achieved one thing. And it's achieved one thing. Which is? Out of about 15. I couldn't even remember what it was. <laughs> God. I think it was having guests on the podcast. Aren't you supposed to be looking at your vision board every day? So it's like manifesting. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, I don't think I ever go into a... Actually, mine's a little bit opposite. I Actually, thinking about that, mine's a little bit opposite. Hmm. I have a few things that I really hope 2024 looks like. But I think mainly I want to do things that serve me and and consciously consciously serve me and and you know like be in a place where not like actually thinking about yeah like what is good for me and what is a good space for me to be in and okay yeah it does it I mean the brown boundaries thing has something to do with it but it's also sort of I want to be more intentional about certain things you know Um, set your intentions set my intentions and 
and and let go of the fact that by being intentional some people something might come out with something unintentional might come out of it but at least I start with an intention and try and work towards that um so yeah that's in a nutshell God knows what's going to happen by this time next year. Exactly. God knows where we will be this time exactly. next year. Exactly. Maybe like, we'll have our second Mollywood stock. <laughs> One can hope. Or third or fourth or fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to hope that much. No. That's not on my vision board. No. Um, um, okay, so what do you think has been your favourite moment? Um, okay, I'll do it in season two. I'll okay. narrow it down. Season in two. In season two, what's been your favourite moment, moment so far? So far. Oh my god, there's lots. Of, there has been lots of favorite moments. But if you could choose if one, could, do you know what? Actually, I'm gonna say this right because it was our first episode with a guest. I think Haroon's episode after finishing his episode, I really felt more kind of confident about okay, we can do this because it was the first time that we had a guest. And you know, like I said, it was that buzz, but it really kind of it was also that sigh of relief of. I know we can do this, but actually thinking about it and actually doing it, it can be two different things. Yeah. Um, so I think having those moments of of realization of okay, this is this feels good, and feeling positive about it. What about you? So again, I've got quite a few as well, but I think to narrow it down, I think aside from what you said, I'm going to do slightly a pivot to what you said. Mm. Basically, I feel like when it's all like it's all well and good me and Shama thinking oh this is a great episode we feel good after it mm. but when the guest feels that I feel like that's a different level mm. so I think for example Navin posted on his social media that it was one of his most honest and you know one of his basically one of his best interviews the one he liked the most I think that meant a lot because um I've known Navin for over a decade and the fact that he even agreed to come on the podcast because it was us because it, it was you because it was me um that meant a lot anyway yeah and then in order to you know he's been in the industry for so long and then for him to say that it was a really big deal but also I think after Raj as well because me and Shamano we've mm. known Raj for years yeah. and Raj was feeling a bit nervous before we started and then at the end you could feel the buzz that yeah. he felt yeah do you get what I mean yeah, but because I feel like that's more precious to me because these people have come in even though they speak well and you know them you know their voices yeah. you know partly of their personalities and then when they feel good at the end I think yeah. that's a different feeling yeah so but if I had to choose an actual favorite moment inside one of the episodes yeah I think it might be when I think it's the nostalgic moment of when um, Haroon, at the start of his episode, was like, I've known you guys for years. We've yeah. been, we've known each other in vulnerable situations. Oh, and it was just, yeah, you know, like just true. going back and thinking of the journey that we've been on. Well, yeah. Just with him. With him. And I think that was, that was a nice thing to start with because that was our first yeah. guest episode of The Guest, as you yeah. said. Yeah, exactly. I think also one another moment that really stuck out with, with the Navin episode is where he actually said... I've never like like you said, he said it in the episode. Like I've never done, I've never, never shared, that shared part this part of my life yeah. before, and it's like, hold on, but this is your this is your this is your journey to but how you became I mean. big. This is what I mean how about has nobody interviews. ever spoken to you about this? It's because of interviews. This is what I mean. He was so, either promoting a song yeah. or he had like a ten minute window or whatever, yeah. and you don't get to talk about and what you really are. It's just been really lovely, and I think. Just having all our guests, all the guests that we've, like I said, all the guests that we've had have been absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm just really great. I'm really grateful. Yeah, I'm same. really, really grateful that the they've taken time out. Yeah. And talked to us and been been like that with us. Yeah. Um, it's nice to hear people who are present. Yeah. And sometimes in interviews, you know, like it's a snap. Okay, next kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you don't really get that. A lot of the time. But, Unless you're Shah Rukh Khan, of course. Shah Rukh Khan is present anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we need to do an episode on him. Oh, again. Just on him. 
We did that in season one, we in case did. you haven't heard it. But I think we yes, we have. But that was that was all the all the problematic roles he's done. I think we need to do we need to balance it out and do an episode <laughs> of all the things we love about him. That will be a two hour, three hour oh, show, but it God. doesn't matter. <laughs> That's so funny. Um What has surprised you the most in twenty twenty three? You know what? Just generally it's it's like you said, the thing the the, the main thing that's that has surprised me the most this year is people and tribes you talk about people in your tribe and how people who you never even thought would be in your on your radar are like oh my god hi what you do that has surprised me a lot and it's been nice what about you um i don't know to be fair i think the biggest surprise is probably not a very positive one okay um, I think this year has been the biggest realisation for me that literally you don't know what someone is going through. Mm. Um, and you don't, you know, we've talked, like I said, we've talked a lot about mental health, but it is literally that you don't know what someone is going through. What they show you on the surface or what they show you day to day is quite often not what's going on in real life. So sometimes if it is you feel someone's a bit off, or you feel there's a pattern that you can feel or whatever, don't be so closed off that you don't check in with the person. And even if they choose not to talk to you or open up or show their vulnerability, you don't know that the way that way that you have made the effort to check in might have changed their whole day or their whole mindset. And you know, like, I feel a bit more conscious about that this year. It's also because of no one else is going through exactly the same thing as Exactly. You. And that mean, that is the same for everyone. No one yeah. is going through what you are and going through. you don't through. always have to understand. You don't always have to no. understand. You just have to be there. You just have to be there. Or just show yeah, that you're absolutely. there. Absolutely. And that's it. Absolutely. Um, and I know, I know I've always cherished when I've had friends. Yeah. You know, even if it's after a few months being like, hey, just checking in. Yeah. And I felt as if, oh my God, thank you. Like. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of it's it's that thing of like, you know, you don't always have to, because do you find like let's say if you put something on social media, let's say, and you put a quote up or something that's that's slightly suggestive of oh my god she might not be okay when really you just like the quote, do you feel like people come to you then and be like oh is everything all right? I had I used to, okay, uh, not so much now, but I did put up something at Diwali. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a quote. It okay. was something that I said. Yes. Um, and I just felt like I needed a bit more positivity and I helped. I hoped that the light of Diwali would bring me that. Yeah. And I had so many messages the next day because people, I don't usually put up stuff like that. I, I put up a quote, like you said, but not something from me yeah. and saying I need some strength or something. I felt like I needed that at yeah. that time. And I felt like Diwali was just something that I hoped brought it with it. Yeah. Um, and I had loads of messages after that. And I, I was really grateful. I, I woke up and I was just like, Whoa, okay. I didn't realise that that would be so triggering for people who thought there was something wrong. And there was, obviously, there was something that was beating me up. But um, I didn't expect so many people to message. But it's weird because I had to put that out in order for people to ask. Well, you know what? You saying that, like, it just makes me think, like, especially this year. Like, this is what I mean by being more intentional. Yeah. And being more kind of, like, forthcoming in sort of not having all my time for everyone. But just having those little bits of I'm thinking of you or, you know, I, you know, I, I hope everyone's OK and stuff like that because my life has changed. And I'm still even though I'm still trying to navigate that and not taking for granted that people understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's great that people understand it, but I can't take it. I can't take that for yeah. granted. Um, exactly. So, yes. I'm going to ask one more question, a really quick one. Oh, go, go for it. Is there one word that you would use to sum up? 2023 with the podcast or not the podcast just overall overall roller coaster just one word okay yeah what about you gratitude mm-hmm. um because even though it's been a roller coaster i think i'm still grateful for everything that came with it i want to change mine <laughs> i'd say insight okay i'd definitely say insight yeah that's a good thing. That means a lot of stuff, but yeah. Rather than hindsight. <laughs> Rather than hindsight, insight. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And I think we will bring that to an end. We'll bring that to an end. Thank so you so much. So we hope you have enjoyed our 
look back episode um, yeah. of one year of Voice It Up podcast with Shama and Amrita. You know where to find us. You know, where to find. You we know have, exactly where we, to find we us. We thank you all so much for this past year. Um, we thank all those people who've been listening to us from the beginning. People have just discovered us and are listening. Um, even though we don't sound as refined as we do, please do go back and listen to our season one as well, um, as well as all our guests. And honestly, we we thank you all so much for the support. And like, you know, especially after we've upped our social media, we've we've been getting a little bit more interaction. Um, please follow us. Please like, please share, please subscribe. We're on YouTube as well. Yes. Um, thank you, DJ do. Shy Guy, for the amazing jingle. Yes, Absolutely. thank you very much. His episode, oh my God. Go back and listen. Go back and listen. He is an, like... There is actually nothing that this man can't do. Yes, I agree. He's incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, just thank you to thank everyone. You. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the episodes we have coming because we still have some interesting guests we left do. in season two. Um, and we will catch you in our next episode. We don't want to keep it in. We want to voice, voice it out. out. Bye. Bye.